I'm joined by Katie. Katie, how are you today? Doing well. Thank you so much. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. How's the new year been for you so far? Yeah, it's been um, really healing, actually. You know, Um, yeah, I I, uh, just been really healing. I had a, a couple of photo shoots to start off my new year and just I've been really honing in and just like uh really focusing within and uh i uh um season four of my podcast uh launched last week so it's a women empowerment series and it's all about divine femininity and all genders and it's really focused on web three at nfts so i feel it really aligns with who i am as a young adult going into 2022 you know like with my voice and what i represent as an artist so um, cool. pretty excited. It seems like it's been a busy, it's only a few weeks into it and you're already busy as hell. I mean, it's, uh, is that intentionally or has it just happened that way? It's just formalized that way. Not only, you know, am I, um, you know, an artist and NFT artist with all the umbrellas of things that I do, but I'm onboarding people, you know, educating people about into the space as well, not as financial yeah. advice, but onboarding people into the space. Um, and then also like consulting and doing collaborations with other artists. So um, it's just kind of all falling into place. You know, when you work so hard for something and it's like not happening, but then like you get on this wave and things kind of fall into place. And that's, that's what, that's what I feel that's happening. And I'm, since I'm aware of it, I'm allowing it to be more of that instead of pushing things that don't work. That's fair enough, and I mean it's always nice when that happens when it obviously falls into place so nice and easily, and it's sometimes it doesn't work out that well all the time. But when it does happen, it's brilliant. It's just like, yeah, this is great. Happy days, loving it, loving it. <laughs> yeah, Less love work. that for you. Love that for you. <laughs> so living your best life. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned your NFTs, right? Because this is one thing I really wanted to chat with you about because you're right into the NFTs in a minute. And I've looked into this because I've got a few friends who do all the crypto stuff and they're doing all this. And then obviously over the past year or so, there's this fucking NFT thing that's just been bombing about. And it seems as if it's, it's interesting because there's a lot to it, but there's also not a lot to it, if that makes sense. And it's people are thinking there's not much to it because, oh, you're spending millions of pounds in just a picture. But then I didn't realize is going diving deep into it. It's a lot more than that, isn't it? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, it's for everyone, not just artists. It's for everyone. And they're not, it's not just a JPEG. Actually each photo or each gift or video that looks like a JPEG, you know, the file is actually its own computer. You know, it's on the blockchain with like ether scan and like, codes everything's encoded with smart contracts and like when it sells and resells it's just like leading to generational wealth so um it's a really great opportunity for humans to take power back and decentralize um other areas where there's like a middleman you know so we can just have the power and deal you know um just direct with the the consumer makes sense doesn't it and it's obviously good but obviously you've got other benefits too haven't you because i was looking into this you know that the the eight points the ones that are coming out and all these ones are going out for like millions and millions of dollars. But I never was like, which the, ones? The ape. 
you know the ones the the, the kind of monkeys what's it called oh I can't yeah remember. 48 yacht club 48. of course i was there since the beginning yeah i was in clubhouse when it all popped off yeah. really were you there were you oh. Yeah, my friend uh, Jimena just got a board eight today. She just posted Ooh. it on her Twitter. Nice. Yeah, it's her new profile pic. That's it. And this is the thing because with them, it's not just having the JPEG and the notoriety. Now they're becoming famous to have one. But is it not the is it not the fact that you get invited to like certain parties, you get privileges and all that if you've got one of these? Is that right? Yeah, well, it's called utilities. So um, each project that mints each collection. Uh, there's utilities. So it's normally on their website, if they have a website. And for example, like if you're into sports, like my friend um, Richard Vayner and his brother Boris and a couple of other board apes, I think like six uh, members total, did like um, did like the sports versions of the board ape. So it's yeah. like, if you're into sports, like my dad, it would be a great gift for me to give my dad. And then there's like, you know, they're, they have utilities and it's, it's going to be for people who like sports or like a gift you can give to someone, right? Like yeah. I like cross country running. I'm an art head. So anything art, I'm down, but like, I'm not going to be like sitting there, like turning on sports and watching sports, but that would be like an awesome thing for my dad to be a part of. But then you're with like like-minded people, right. Yeah. Um, who are interested in those kind of things. So if it's like music or art or what have you, like there's utilities. So, um, like this, um, I minted, um, um these nft gurus where it's like these men meditating i'm all i'm all about spirituality meditation and i like the people who are involved in it like i've been like researching them for a while and of uh, the trillionaire life actually he um is the number one uh luxury brand on instagram and like right. he's behind it that team and it's like they already uh, bought land in the metaverse so they even have like stake in land and they're gonna have like um dinners and like meetups and like yoga retreats so i'm into those kind of things i like luxury i like glam i like beauty i love i like minimalism i like things that are aesthetically clean and people who have like a certain um intelligence and class about them not that money buys class but just like yoga and you know what i mean i just i like those i like that kind of vibe and so i was really excited to get involved and I believed in the project. So like I, you know, I minted it and um, yeah, um, there's another project. It's, um, it's called NFT Gala. So if you go to um, uh, um, net NET Gala NFT on uh, Twitter, they have these bracelets and it's like the, a group of people, uh, DJ Sam F, Scott Fu, and they're all like in music and they have this collective and they created these rest bands where they're like, um, it's on um, Solana, you know? Right. So like they yeah. have stake um, and playgrounds and lands, but they have opportunities for like people who are into their music and who are into EDM and uh, concerts and events and different utilities. And yeah, so like cer certain companies will also have like their merch line and like you can only like get it if like you're a part of that crew unless maybe someone like gifts it to you. But I mean, that's the way the world is going. I mean, I mean, that's how it is now in, you know, web two and how it is, you know, when we meet up with people, but it's changing of how we experience things. And it's very natural because back in the day, they were like physically mining for gold when they went for the California gold rush. And now with technology and evolution, people are using, you know, their brains and their digital mining with our minds and with technology. So people are yeah. still mining and, you know, but through tech. 
it's, 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 a, it's a mental way of thinking, isn't it? How things are changing so quickly. Because this is the thing. It's all this talk about the metaverse and all this sort of NATs. It's only been the past few years. It's obviously got really, really popular. And it's quite exciting, to be fair. And uh, when, you, when you were mentioning about having getting like an NFT for like your dad who's a sports fan, I tell you what, I could not do that because I'd have to spend about two weeks trying to get him to understand what the hell an NFT is and why it's quite good. I'd have to sit, it'd be like, I'll have to let be a classroom sitting there going, right, this is where it's coming from. This is what you can do. I think it'd just be too much. I'll just get my pair of socks. You, you like socks. I'll just do that instead. Yeah, that's cool. But also the analogy that you just shared, it's like, when you're trying to explain something to someone, they don't get it. So you're looking for their validation and approval. However, it's like if you're a kid in a sandbox, you're not going to say, oh, draw in this line, use the orange. You're just going to get there in there and play and start coloring. So you color and then you're like, oh, wow, look what I got. So if you just like give it as a gift, like, hey, I got this for you. And then, um, oh, then they're not going to reject it. They're going to receive it as a gift. Like, okay, <laughs> what do I do with it? But then you get into the community and you start talking. So it's like something being foreign but then you start playing with it and then it just becomes simplified. Not that he's going to become a big collector or something, but maybe that's his one thing that he does. If that's his, you know, genre and subject. Well, hopefully when you, if we do buy one, if we do buy one for my dad's and uh, it's one of the kind of ones that are quite cheap at the time and the next few years it blows up or the next couple of months it blows up. And then I can get that when uh, as I don't know, as like a, a retirement gift or when he decides to kind of pass on, I can get that in the will. So I think it's an investment more than anything else. God, that was really yeah. morbid of me, really, wasn't it? Shit, sorry. Yeah. Dad, if you're, no, if, you're okay. dad, if, dad, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't mean it. It's I okay. Swear. No, it's okay, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's all good, you know what I mean? It's, um, it, it's what you said, though. It's more of a, like, a long-term investment, yeah, and it's says. really exciting, like you said. Like a lot, um, Anyone who wants to get involved definitely should be on Twitter spaces. Yeah. Follow me, Katie Chinakis is my handle. You can type it like St. Katie Aki. You can put it in the show notes, but... Um, you know, anyone that I retweet, follow, like any, any of the spaces I'm in, I've been in the space since 2018. So I've been like deep in it. And so like, there's, you know, it's like life. Yeah. Who, who, who do you listen to? Who do you believe? Like, like the language of how people are communicating, like are in it mm. for a quick buck or like try to make money off people. It's like, no, we're like changing the world. We're like, you know, evolving together and like onboarding people so we can like have a part of this like harmonious collective, right? Yeah. Um, and people have been so beaten down like the other way that they're skeptical and, you know, there's all those other red flags that come up, but, you know, um, that's why it just takes patience and the people who are in it for the right intentions to like lead the way because those people are sticking and they're known. And um, when people get into those rooms, they acknowledge those things. Like my friend JR had like over 400 people in his first Twitter spaces yesterday. And, um, and like people were coming on the stage like, oh, like, paying homage and like saying y'all are like legends and stuff like yeah like they're in the space and they they know the language of the ethics but like the people who come in for like the quick buck or you know people get exposed fast it's like a very yeah. protective community so when like there was this not to go off on a tangent but there was this mint over the holidays and it was supposed right. to like go live on january uh 7th right okay and, uh, the whole community like shut it down and called these people out oh what and, was that 
because he was going to do a, it was, it was like a pump and dump where you're like, uh, yeah, it was yeah. just going to, they were going to like going to pull a rug on someone where there wasn't any utilities, any offer, any, anything for anyone. They were just like trying to get people to mint to take the money and run. It was like, they didn't even have a proper smart contract. They just like had a generic one, you know, that wasn't even like a good contract, proper contract. So, um, but that's why you have to do your research, you know, do your own research and, you know, not listen to the news because the news is going to tell you the worst things possible. Like my mom knows, my mom knows I'm in this space and she's like, oh yeah, this thing I heard about Bitcoin. It's like, yeah, like, you, you know what I mean? You, the one, one advice I can gift is when you're on discord and Twitter, never open a link ever, never open a link. <laughs> because that's how they fish you that's how they scam you right so a lot of people you know when you're above a certain age they don't even want to deal with any of that stuff because it's just like whoa yeah but like do not click anything in the discord a link and do not click anything on a twitter link like in a dm like it's all like or or your feed i think that's probably i think it's probably say about anywhere really anything that anyone says anything just don't click any links unless you, you can get a preview of it i think that's what you should be the real they should teach that in schools as soon as they before they become a base to go on the internet you should teach them do not click any links at all yeah. until there's a description yeah. otherwise yeah you're gonna be fucked <laughs> your, yeah. your computer's yeah. gonna be scammed you're gonna get viruses and it's your own fault there you go and i created a pink list for um uh, there's only 5% of the women in the space who are, you know, going at it. So, right. um, you know, a lot of people who are onboarding in the Twitter spaces. They're like wondering, like, who do I follow? What do I do? So I make, I made a pink sheet for, uh, women empowerment and for, um, non-binary for like people who identify as, you know, feminine or women or yeah. whatever. Um, but I mean, it is open for everyone. My, my friend JR did a dope, um, list at the beginning of the year. He pinned it on his tweet and, he really inspired me to like um, make a pink sheet for, you know, women. So um, I can gift that to you and anyone who's listening or watching can, yeah. um, you know, DM me and I'll send you that. Oh, that's pretty cool. Cause obviously you go into that as a nice little segue we're going on here is obviously you mentioned about um, the women, women in empowerment sort of thing you're doing this year. I mean, yeah. you, you started your new podcast with this new, uh, new podcast, start a new season of your podcast. And this is the main theme of this year. What made you go into this sort of like kind of avenue of thinking women empowerment sort of thing? Well, honestly, um, when I was younger, um, I I knew I was going to have children later on in life. Well, that's the choice I made. Like, I want to have children later because I want to have a career first. And yeah. I didn't think like, oh, because I saw like, oh, to me, it was like, oh, have a career. Then it's not about me. It's about the family and the kids. And I wanted to fulfill my purpose of why. I was gifted here first before I could give life to another, like, let me enjoy my life first. Yeah, so I wanted to experience that. And I was an empath and like an HSP, a highly sensitive person, 16 to 20% of the population are HSPs. I didn't know the language of HSP or empath when I was a kid, but I felt things and I observed things and like, I felt what was going on. And I observed like, it was very like, I had like a, a gold shield and I would protect myself from like right. the masculine energy. And like, it was a man's world in like suits and like stocks and like numbers. And like, I wasn't like a finance person <laughs> and um, it's weird how things have come full circle. But um, I always looked like I invested in myself, like every which way you can. 
headshots, modeling, going places, auditions, like networking, taking acting classes, you know, getting modeling agencies, like everything you can think of. But when it came to capital, like a macro number of like, you know, millions or like 50,000 or 30,000 or even 10,000, I didn't think to, um, you know, save, save, save a little chip away, like the richest man in Babylon, which is an amazing book, the richest man in Ma Babylon. And, um, I was looking for that as an extremist, you know, I was looking for like, like people get these monies, you know, and I was looking for an angel investor from a man, not from a woman, not from multiple people, but just from like, you know, and so I would manipulate myself, you know, okay. I would be very manipulative and I was like not being authentic with myself and put sugarcoating things in such a way because I was putting my charming personality on and I knew the power of being female and, you know, my sexual powers and what, and I preserved myself. Like I was celibate for seven years, you know, so wow. I didn't want to use intercourse and sex as a way to get what I wanted but I would befriend people and I would be very charming in ways. And it was, you know, I had so like, you know, thousands of experiences with people and men like all around the world, like Paris, London, like South of France, like everywhere, like trying to get like these people, multimillionaires and billionaires with like yachts and stuff. And then some not to like invest in, in me and to my spirit. And I wanted them to just love me, which they did. And like my charm, my personality, but it was like, okay, little nice girl, like they, and I was a good time to be around, you know, if there's like 10 girls on a yacht and there's like Bloody Marys and lunches and dinners and bottles of Cristal being popped and stuff. And you're, you're there for a good time and everything like that. And like, I wasn't, you know, doing anything outside of my moral bounds. Right. I thought I was just like a part of the party, da, da, da. And I, then, then I realized later on, like, oh, I'm just fooling myself. I'm just, yeah. It doesn't matter if I'm spreading my legs to get anything or not. I'm just like these people. Like I'm not, I'm not anything special. I thought I was, but I'm not, I'm just, I'm looked at like a, a, a pawn on their yacht, you know what I yeah. mean? Just so there's like beautiful girls around. So, you know, I went out there and I explored and I was very advantageous and I used, you know, definitely my looks and my charms to get me so far, but I could only go so far. So then I couldn't, you know, break past the barriers of, receiving you know monies in that kind of way and I wasn't getting the monies in the ethical ways you know yeah. like I just it was not happening and then um you know I took some time and I really like um thought about things and this went on for like you know a, a couple decades of the wow. runaround of trying to like get investors right and then I, you know, you're only strong as your weakest link. And then, so I decided to financially invest in myself the way I wanted everyone else in the world to. And when I finally had the courage and I did that, I started empowering myself. I started right. becoming this ultimate oak tree within myself. And I realized I had trust issues. I had trust issues with myself. I had trust issues with my internal team. And how could I have be trusting other people if I couldn't even trust myself or like trust my my internal team. But once I made that investment and I got um, a business virtual assistant and I started uh, and I got a liaison and started like hiring assistants and and then outsourcing things and having them help all 
all the things I had going on in my oak tree, they took lives of their own and like they, they left the train station and they're just like living out there energetically. And I saw how selfish I was being, you know, I was being so selfish by keeping it all in because I was holding it so tight. And now that it has a life of its own, there's more things to like be more freer, have more time and then create new opportunities and new art because I've like detached and let go of the stuff I was holding on to from my little girl dreams and my insecurities. Was that quite hard to do that? As in, you said you had like kind of um, the little girl dreams that you had. I mean, yeah, I mean you've had an impressive career previously with your acting and stuff like that. And it's was it hard to kind of move away from that? And then when the realization hit, did it did it hit you hard, or was it a gradual process and it kind of healing over time, sort of thing? One thousand percent. Great question. One thousand percent. Like one million percent. It was so hard to let it go, but just as much as how torturing it was to let it go it was it was so much torture holding on to it like it was so much it's like a a snake that needs to shed new skin I was holding on to it where it's like like hooks were clawing into me and like I was like you know the hooks were just like metaphorically just like hooking into my own physical skin and like causing um like gashes and blood because I was just I was holding on so tight I couldn't go like when I was a kid I had my Tony Robbins would say Um, like a blueprint. I had a blueprint of my little girl dreams and I went off into the world and I traveled the world and I obtained and had success in anything I touched turned to gold. And now in 2020, when I went home, I'm like, oh, I dismantled. I was able to think, thank goodness, and really reflect. Like I looked back at like my little girl dreams of when I left, you know, my little girl dreams. And then when I left for California and then my life and then dismantling my little girl dreams and creating a new blueprint for my young adult life, God willing for the next two decades um, of my life, you know, so to um, respect and harmonize of that blueprint that got me to the platform of who I am and what I am now. And then also reflect of what didn't work and what was holding me back and what I need to let go of. So I can shape shift and take everything that I love and apply it to my new outline and base and platform and foundation and then there's new canvas room new clarity new energies to create for the next two decades of my life i can understand that i mean the thing is is when it comes to like um like people's mentality sometimes in my opinion it's it's pretty hard to kind of take a step back and kind of move it's like as you mentioned before it's like web two it's like yourself version it's your version two of yourself because and some people don't find it really hard or they don't understand it or don't realize it that they say, hold on, you're you're starting to get into your your 30s, you're starting to grow up, you've got responsibilities now, you still can't have the the, the sort of life you had before because, one, you probably can't, (laughs) you just can't do it. It's going to, as you mentioned before, it's going to eat you up inside. I think a lot of people don't understand or just don't realize that that's what has to happen. And you can see, and the funniest thing is about it as well, you you can also see these people and it's pretty easy to notice them, I would imagine, when, especially when yourself going through it. I've went through something similar, but I wouldn't say like you know as as empowering as yourself. You do you do look at people and you're like, yeah, you you need to kind of reinvent yourself, Gizzy. You know what I mean? You need to kind of go through that, and it's just like you can see it straight off the bat. You listen very well, and you say good, great key phrases of reinvent yourself, and that's what it is. It's it's pivoting, like Web two, but you know what? With everything I'm doing. Web two could never like catch up to me. You know, mm. if something like this revolutionary had to happen for me, for innovators, for people to be on the cusp 
to 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 get it to pivot to shift and then take take it all and put it on in in web three and like now it's like oh it's like it's like you when you find your people it's like oh finally like finally like that thing you've always wanted it's like oh here it is like I don't have to prove myself like boom this is it and it's exciting and it's really cool because like the people in the Twitter spaces like they're saying like um yeah, everyone's so excited and blah 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 they have this like revitalized boost of energies because like your meridian points you know like are exploding and stuff and you're exciting because people are tapped into their inner child again like yeah. you know it's like when you get older and it's like you know be, things become dull or you don't get it but having the mind and the intention to be able to pivot shift and let go and dismantle and be abundant because we have so much god-given energy you know from the ethers like we're just given this gift of life and then all the stuff where everything's like stuck and mundane and like a cement you know everything's get very concrete because we become brainwashed so like the best thing we can do to take back our power is to turn off the news like don't watch tv like i i haven't had a tv and i mean since i left home in michigan like no way like no way like i i stream I stream, you know, I've always like Netflix, movies, TV shows, things like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> there's a, there's a voicemail thing going off. So. <laughs> yeah, it's on low. I have to turn that off. But anyway, um, yeah, you know, it's really exciting. Um, you can be any age and get involved, yeah. but it's definitely a lot of tech stuff. So you want to have like an admin person to help you. Cause it can be very confusing, but that's like starting anything new, you know, it's, it's being built as we go, you know, it's being sure. built and it's, it's in, you know, things are working and then some things aren't going to work and it's not right or wrong. It's just, it's a new space and creatives are doing things. So be very careful of like who you decide to get involved with, you know, in the projects you want to be a part of. For example, lastly, I'll share like, Hey, Lair, H-E-Y-L-A-Y-E-R. Right. It's a women empowerment platform. It's built on the um, stacks and, um, and you don't have to have crypto. You can literally swipe your credit card and, and, Uh and buy it. And it's, it's with, uh, yeah. So like, that's, that's that platform, you know, and it's geared specifically for women built with stacks. So they're like good people. It's ethical. And um, it's part of Bitcoin. Wow. Wow, it's amazing to be fair. What's it's amazing what's going to happen, but obviously, going back to like previously, what you were mentioning about having to kind of pivot from your childhood dreams to your previous dreams. Do you ever think, um, what would what would happen if I didn't kind of do the pivot, didn't do the, the, the sort of like kind of the version two of yourself? Do you ever think what would happen if you didn't do that? What would happen if I couldn't do web three? Yeah, no, well, you know, maybe you said that you had pre- previously you had to reinvent yourself from previously what you were doing before. Have you ever had like the inclination, what, like, you know, when you're sitting, you think to yourself, you've got to where you are now. I wonder what would happen if I didn't do that reinvention of myself to get to where I've got to get to now. You ever wondered, like, where would I be now? What would I be doing if I didn't do um, that enlightenment moment, if that makes sense? Oh, I mean, I've reinvented myself many times. I've, I feel <laughs> like I've lived many lives in this one, right. honestly. Um, I I think um, I would have been like a lot of other people who um, flock with the herd, who get yeah. stuck, who, who stop listening to their instincts and their intuition and their passions, who maybe they start stop being creative and um, 
you know, start projecting, have a family and have regret and project things onto them. You know, it's one of the reasons yeah. why um, I didn't want kids at a young age because I saw a lot of people who projected a lot of adults who were having kids who were acting very immature projecting onto other kids. <laughs> And shaming and blaming them. And it's yeah. like they weren't fully developed as human beings to be able to hold space, identify and understand what I know now. So I think it's really important to do that. Um, you know, but I do wonder sometimes like, because I was very all or nothing, like, oh, like I want to go for my career and kids later on. But then I found out along the way with healthy families and healthy people, it's still okay to actually, I've seen in, in, in Hollywood and entertainment that people actually do have families and they actually soar and do well with families because um, there's this nest and nurture and love and support, emotional support and financial support and support in ways where you can, I've seen people who actually soar when they start having kids, yeah. um, you know? So I wonder sometimes like if, if um, I could have had children earlier on, um, you know, but I, I didn't do certain work, so I wasn't ready to um, yeah. really be in partnership and give myself to someone because I was just really closed off in ways, you know? So it, was, yeah. it wasn't a possibility for me to do it because of my own, my own experiences. But yeah, I, I don't regret it, but I do wonder like if, um, if I did my healing work earlier, which is kind of ironic because I've been a seeker since I was 12. So I don't know how it could have <laughs> happened any earlier. Trust me, I've been doing the work since like hardcore since 2012, a decade oh, now. Wow. Yeah. So, but, but even before that, I was trying to figure some stuff out. So um, I have been, I have been trying, but yeah, sometimes I do wonder like if I would have, you know, had uh, a family earlier if I would have yeah. had kids earlier if I would have been soaring in my career even more you know um and it would have just been different it would have been different projects different partnerships so I wonder if those quality would have actually been um more to my liking instead of doing everything so independently and by myself and probably yeah. so because by being so independent is great but also being so independent has cut me off from beautiful um, partnerships and more compassion, love and empathy where I could have been gentler and more graceful with myself. So, you know, there's yeah. a yin and a yang and a balance, but since I can learn from those things, I can walk on that path now. Oh, that's pretty, pretty good way of putting it, to be fair. I've, that's a great, actually, it's a great way to put it, to be honest. It's just, I mean, the thing is, you don't want to regret what you're, what you've, what the path you've made in life as well, you know? It's just because you've done it a certain way. I don't think it's a right or a wrong way, to be honest. It's just, it's your way. And that's the main thing. Don't, never can I, downtrodden yourself because a lot of people do do that it's just a shame but um, well one thing and, and the person who's tuning in because I feel a very soft spot to mention is I you know through that learning that process you know Caroline Mice M-Y-S-S she's a mystic intuitive from Chicago she has amazing ooh. books and she actually reads her audiobooks on like spiritual and healing but she said she has the analogy of like a shaft right like or a, a knife and you can hold it by the blade or the shaft, right? It's gonna happen either way, but how are you holding it? And so before I was holding it by the blade and being so <laughs> angry and mad and blaming myself and mean to myself and not too kind for myself. And it happened either way and I felt it and it wasn't so nice, mm. but you can hold it by the blade and cut yourself and self-sabotage and hurt ourselves and be mean, or we can hold it by the shaft and be more graceful and kind with ourselves, which I 
I've been practicing for a while and I do now and I employ others to do that as well, to hold it by the shaft. I mean, and, and to really feel that grace and, and to go through the experience that way. So when something happens where there's that regret and shame and there's like, I'm letting go of things, instead of being mean, um, you know, just projecting it onto someone and being mean and then inflicting it onto ourselves, you know, be kinder and hold space and say, it's okay, little K, or it's okay, little whoever's listening, like that happened, that's okay. I acknowledge that that happened. Let's get some ice cream. Let's take a hot bath. Let's get a massage. It's okay. And nurture that part to tent to, so it's tender. So it's healed and nurtured. And then, and then walk, you know, with the shaft, it's, it's more great, graceful for, for our life's journey, you know, and for others and for how others will treat us in the future because of how we treat ourselves. I love that. I love a good analogy, and that's a belter of one. I love that. You know, I, yeah. when I'm at work all the time, my, my day job, I always use analogies so much so that people start getting wound up, just getting pissed off, saying, for God's sake, Ryan, stop anal- analyzing everything and using analogies. I'm sorry, I can't help it. It's just so much fun. No, don't say sorry. And instead of them saying stop, say, why don't say say start? Because they're <laughs> they're they're in their head living from the neck up. And yeah. You're, we're creative. We're all creative visual beings, right? So it, you're playing by giving an analogy. It's more of like a, it's a visual artistic way of expressing something. Our world's actually headed in that way more instead of the people who are around us who say, no, 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 don't do that. Even if they're playing, you know, everything has some truth, but it's shutting you down from you being creative and having to explain yourself. It's like, I don't need to explain myself over like why I'm giving this analogy at my work. No, actually, Stop being so analytical and maybe start um, using analogies when you speak to me, right? <laughs> I'm going to do that tomorrow. I'm going to go, yeah, fuck you guys. I'm going to say what I want in your face. <laughs> there you go. Snap, snap, snap. Love all that. Girlfriend. So, so Kay, I want to go into your podcast because you've been you've been doing podcasts. And this is your fourth season of the your uh, your podcast. Where did this come from? What made you want to start a podcast and what's, what's the future hold for it? Oh, you have such great questions. Thank you. So when I was, <laughs> when I was 12, I wrote my first piece called The Oddball is a Poet. And I had this ancient wisdom whispering into my ear. And it was like the good angel and like the bad angel, right? Like the good <laughs> deeds and like yeah. the devil, the bad. And so I had this ancient wisdom and I would always talk and it would whisper to me and it would lead me on my journey and on my way. And I remember like, talking and I always sought mentors and talking to people and I'm like ah oh, you know they told me this and I want to do that for other and you know if so and so is this in this power and they have an opportunity to expose me and give me the platform and the honor and blah 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 like like I want people to do that for me I'm like you know but not a lot of people do and most people don't but I said I'm going to be the people to give people opportunities so my whole life I've given people opportunities I've made people a boatload of money I've you know always seen them in their higher selves and given them opportunities unconditionally and so much so where I would forget about myself which became wow. very unhealthy in a way actually but the point is I wanted to start my podcast when I found out about it nine years ago and I didn't know how to get on the train tracks to start my podcast. And so um, when I met this woman and she cho- showed me how to get on the train tracks, she was just this angel. I was in deep gratitude. And she's like, when do you want to start your first episode? I'm like, right now. And I just uploaded my first episode right then and there. And I, I went for the target and I've been going ever since. And so I provide information of over two decades of my experience in 
entertainment, right? Under the umbrella of everything, voiceovers, acting, modeling, DJing, network, like networking, any photography, like filmmaking, like anything you can, being a producer, anything you can think of. In addition, I traveled the world, you know? Mm. And so I gift my experiences of my travels and my experiences of spirituality. And I love hearing other people's stories. I love hearing and sharing and learning. So I like to, instead of being isolated and doing all all by ourselves, because as a Scorpio, as an independent person, I know how it is and some things are great, but I also know how it is to hold hands and do it together. And it's more fun doing it together. And there's that old cliche. It's like, oh, it's lonely at the top. Well, I know firsthand experience how that that 1% feels. So, you know, for for a long, long time, not only with myself, but with others. So I like to hold hands with people and walk walk along the journey together. And if like what took me 10 years, you can do in 10 months by my experience, that's not right or wrong. And it's just like, this was strong. This was weak. This was my experience. (laughs) Like everyone has their own journey. Like what Madonna did, Madonna did. 70s 80s whatever whatever what oprah did what what nina simone did what you know like ella fitzgerald did billy holiday what what they did in the 50s and and so on and so forth wouldn't apply to me today i can take brush strokes of inspiration of people i look up to so i had mentors so if i can be an inspiration and a roadmap for someone as inspiration but everyone is going to have their own journey everyone's going to have their own golden path because of technology, because of social media, because of evolution, because of who we meet and what we're attuned to. So um, that's what my podcast is for. It's it's a platform internationally for people to share, for me to share my experience, to make an impact for others so they can live their best lives. You know, I feel like I'm doing God's work. I'm one of God's angels paving the way. And if I can be a ripple effect to make an effect to be a ripple effect for other people, then my job is done. And the rest is just entertainment, right? Yeah, of course. That's, I that's... mean, it goes it, it goes further into it, but I'll, I'll, I'll pause there for a moment. <laughs> that's all right. It makes me laugh because when you said when you started it, it was like, when do you want to do the first episode? And you were like, right now. I can, I can relate to that because I was exactly the same. Me and my, um, I had everything set up and me and my friend were in, were in a bar somewhere having a few drinks and we just did the same. We just went, when should we do this podcast episode? And we were trying to work out of a date. And he, he, my friend just turned around and went, let's do one now. So I just got my phone out, stuck it on the table, and we just chat chatting for an hour. And that was, that's how this started, to be fair. And I'm now three seasons into mine, and it's uh, two years down. It's great. Best thing, start messy. Because if we don't start messy, we're going to be in our head of how oh. we want the imposter syndrome, oh, of yeah. the perfect image of how it's supposed to look, of how it's supposed to be. So just hack it one step at a time, one step at a time, crawl, walk 10 steps a day, like jog, run, whatever, just start, just start messy. And if it's not working, dismantle that idea and just start something else. And it'll all fall into place. One thing I always realize is well, when people understand, they think that it's, uh, they start having the podcast because it's a, it's a, it's a new thing. It's a, it's a up, up and coming. Everyone's loving podcasts and it's huge. It's in everybody's minds and all that. Then they start one and they don't get the traction they want. They don't get the listeners that they want. They don't get that sort of kind of feel good factor, the thinking. And I'm like, yeah, you're never going to get your first episode 
thousands of viewers straight off the bat or uh, like listeners. It doesn't happen that way. And that's what I don't understand. It's a long-term game. And I keep speaking to my friends who have had podcasts and done about seven episodes and not they just didn't go back to it because they weren't getting the traction. And I'm like, my first, I didn't get over 100 people listening to my podcast until I was about six, seven, eight months into it. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. And, I was, and I was doing them eight every week. So I just, I, it just winds me up. I don't know if that's something you've found out when you speak to people about it. Um, well, for me, I don't, I didn't really, um, talk to people about it because if you listen to too much noise and other people, it's a waste of energy and it dissipates your ambition. So okay. I like to like, I like to just know something, do it, and then it'll just take a life of its own. So mm. I already made the commitment of, I already knew who I was. I already knew what I wanted to do. Like I said, I wanted to do it nine years ago. So anyone who I didn't have to get anyone's thoughts and opinions on anything. I went to podcast movement. I went to educational spaces like that. I was on panels and I would talk to people like that who were in the space. So I talked to people who are mentoring people and people who had success in the space. Those are the people I talked to um, about it specifically, but um, for me, I wanted to, I knew it was independent. I started many projects independently. And so I was doing it. And then what I did was, so I could have time off. Um, I talked to my fellow podcaster who actually onboarded me. And um, she's like, well, do it like a TV show. Do it in seasons. Like you're an actor, do it in seasons. So then each podcast season could have a theme. And then I could take time off to rest to you know take care of myself and be off season and give the people the listeners a rest and they could catch up on anything they missed out on and so it's like really being that connected to the people right and to yourself yeah. and to the people and then having those deep-rooted intentions um you know made it worth their while and naturally after first uh, season and then after second season i started seeing the progression were, oh, wow, like season three, I had over 4,000 podcast downloads per month. This is the most I've ever had. So it's going to only continue to grow, you know? So that's really exciting. Um, and then and then the brand partnerships will, de will come, you know, with the downloads. Um, it starts with like, once you get 1,000 downloads per episode, you start getting brand partnership deals. Yeah. And so I've had sponsors come on and things like oh, that yeah. and have it be very organic with brands that I am attuned to, you know, like, you know, gluten-free, non-GMO, eco-friendly products, you know, uh, superfoods, uh, nootropics, like those things I'm interested. So those people are going to be listening to my podcast, people who are into consciousness and people who are wanting to evolve and grow and make an impact or just hear my cartoon voice, right? And just have a laugh. <laughs> So. And it's good, it's good that you, when you're doing stuff like this, because it's your own show, you can do what you want. You know, there's no restrictions. You've got no one to answer to. You can just do it. Do, as you said, you can have sponsors on. You don't have to have sponsors on. You can choose whatever the hell you want. You can talk about whatever you want. And there's so much freedom in this sort of aspect now. And again, there's, I think right now there's starting to become a lot more freedom, not just in like podcasts, but in media in general, when you've got the music. You don't need record labels to do music anymore. You can publish yourself. And same with writing and authors and books. People who are publishing themselves don't need all these big companies. There's so much more freedom for people to get into this space. It's it's pretty, it's, it's awesome. It's scary as hell, but it's fucking awesome at the same time. It's great. I always wanted, what's your point? I always wanted to publish a poetry book and... Um, they didn't have self-publishing back then. They didn't have mm. Amazon back then, you know? And so um, when I published my poetry book, A Lover's Fairy Tale on Amazon uh, last 
uh, on World Poetry Day last year, it's so cool because it wasn't like a one-off thing. It's only grown and, you know, people can get it from the, the stores I used to go to, Barnes and Nobles when I was a kid reading books on Hollywood, you know, yeah. the industry and the history about Hollywood. Now my book's there. Like you can order my book from Barnes and Nobles and it's everywhere. And it's so empowering because like I get all the percentages, like Amazon gets a small percent, but people I've talked to with their book deals, they get more money releasing independent than having a book deal. Because mm -hmm. if you go to a, a like, um, you know, this isn't for all, but if you go to a well-known name, it's like they know they have the sophistication and the clout. So they're going to take a bigger percentage, you know, yeah. Um but but also you're getting that that status of being you know with with the book with the book company um yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's exciting times so we're at the 20th of january so far 2022 you've been up to well a hell of a lot so far it's only in january yeah. what's what's the rest of the year got hold for you what's your plans for this year uh, my plan for this year, I'm just all in with uh, Web3, all my collections uh, right. uh, through the whole entire year, every month for um, my NFTs. Ooh. And um, my goal is to become a household name on TV and as an actor. So um, acting on TV and also um, through animation as well. So I'm wow. becoming a household name. And then uh, I would like to... Um, you know, start a family. So yeah, that's just brilliant. It seems like well, so far I've seen obviously with your NFTs and all that sort of stuff, they look amazing. By the way, I think they look very impressive. So, Katie, it's been absolutely fantastic having you on. It's been such a pleasure having you on. You're, you're like a breath of fresh air on a, a Thursday afternoon. So I really appreciate that. Where can where can people find you? What can we do? Where can we hear more from you? You're so sweet. And thank you for your very kind words. It really, really means a lot to me. Um, I do industry coaching with people. I do one-on-one -on -one coaching so people can reach me. Um, I'm on every single platform. So just chinakis.com is my website. Uh, reach out to me on Twitter, Katie Chinakis. My Instagram DM me is just chinakis, but I'm on all the platforms. So just chinakis.com. Uh, check out my YouTube and uh, um, my music streaming on um, everywhere as well. So you can find it all just by going to my website. That's it. Go to the website, get the NFTs, buy the NFTs, get it sorted. You won't regret it and listen to the podcast. It's been absolutely great. Katie, thank you so much for joining me. It's been brilliant. I hope you have a great day and let's catch up again soon. Yeah, stay in touch, okay? Definitely. I definitely will. No problems at all. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you so much. Ciao, <laughs> bye. Ta-da.